It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay, and welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. All right, so let's frame this a little bit. So we are at the Silicon Slopes Tech Summit. We are broadcasting live here. We're not. We're no, really recording. recording. It's 7.30 in the morning, McKay. Is, but there's still like thousands of people around us um, at this event. So it's exciting times here. So there's a, basically what this event is, it's the largest um, technology event in the Western United States outside of Silicon Valley. Right. Right. So you have... You know, I think it's like, it, it sounds, reminds me, when you say that, reminds me of the jerk. You know, when he's sitting there at the carnival, and he's right. like, you can have any prize on this wall above this shelf. <laughs> And Between inside <laughs> the board, yeah. So, so it's when, cool. when are we, when, twenty thousand people here. When are we gonna? When are we gonna get the biggest? Um, I think Silicon Valley would have to slide into the ocean, which could happen. Is a reasonable expectation right. in the next ten years, I would say. Yeah. So um, write it down. Yeah. January thirty first. My my son's birthday. Your son's birthday. Uh, McKay said that by. 2029. Yeah. Silicon Valley would slide into the ocean. Will slide in the ocean. Can and they we take? Think that's what's actually going to occur. Can they take Oklahoma? No, they can't. We really? want Oklahoma so we can send our prisoners there. Yes. So yeah. All right. So um, things you're most excited to see this week. So let, let me give you a rundown, Steve, of the speakers time that out. are here. Full stop. Full or thirty. Full timeout. Full. Uh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. If Traeger is here, that's my answer. Yeah, Traeger, I don't think they have a booth, but I believe their CEO is speaking. Okay. Last year they had a booth. All right, so here's the rundown. I'm not as excited so for speaking. So general session today, we have the CEO of SAP and the Qualtrics CEO. They just completed an $8 billion acquisition. Whoa. SAP did a Qualtrics. So Call that a rounding error. Yeah, that's <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. Um, we also have the Salesforce Chief Equality Officer today. We have Governor Herbert of the state of Utah and Pluralsight CEO. Interesting thing. He has a 74% approval rating. That's remarkable. Yeah. Name another politician in the U.S. who has that. Probably not very many. No. I think he's one of the most well-liked uh, governors in the country. Probably. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a ton of... There's just um, nothing to hate about. You no. might disagree, but he's such a genuinely nice guy. He's a nice guy. I've met him. He's very nice. Guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. Small town guy. Yeah. Nice guy. So there's going to be a ton of people here. The CEO of Octus here, the CEO of Stance Socks, CEO of Slack. Whoa, I can show him my Stance Socks. Are you wearing Stance Socks right um, now? I'm not today. Whoa. And I usually do. I should have. I should yeah. have thought through that a little more This carefully. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored by Stance Socks. Um, no, no, it isn't. No, it is not. We should get them as a sponsor, though. Sure. So we, what are you most excited about? What session or what um, part of the show? I'm not a baseball guy, McKay. Oh, I'm not. No, I know you It's not. hard to be a baseball fan in the state of Utah. It's hard to be a baseball fan, period, because the game is slow and boring. But but if you live in a town like Detroit, when I grew up in Detroit, yeah. I was a Tigers fan. You have to be. It's a rule. Because I could go to Tiger Stadium, yep. right? I'm kind of excited that A-Rod's here. Me too. Yeah. A-Rod is here. He's a, not, not because of his baseball prowess. Let's be honest. He, well, it is. It's like he's a domino effect. He's an entrepreneur. So yes. he, he invests in a lot of companies. He's been on Shark Tank several times. He's speaking. I believe his um, company's called A-Rod Corp, which CEO, is awesome. CEO of Ancestry.com is going to be here. CEO of Marco Polo. CEO of Podium. Do you use CEO Marco Polo? Of Lending Club. Uh, no, my wife does. You, you don't communicate with your wife on Marco Polo? I don't. I don't who's know who she's talking to. Exactly. Who's she talking to? I don't know. Not me. So we use Marco Not Polo. Me. We use Marco Polo. 
I've got a you know, sister in South America. Um, Fancy you. It's not me in South America. She's in South America. Fancy her. Um, but it's just a great way for us to keep in touch with everybody. And yeah, awesome. it's like it's like if you don't know it, it's Marco Polo is like video text messages. Right, but here's my question: Why wouldn't you just text? <coughs> Why wouldn't you just text and uh, use the uh, regular texting of the um, phone that you actually have, and well, then some way you have Mar instead of using Marco Polo. What if you want to show them something? What do you mean? What if you're in the car wash and so you love? So send them a freaking video. You are sending him a freaking no. video. Yeah. I just felt like Marco Polo is redundant. And I, if we interview the CEO of Marco Polo today, you're gonna I will say tell that? him that to his face. Her? Her that to her face <laughs> is what I mean. All right, so um, I think Traeger, I'm excited to see their CEO speaking. He's yeah. speaking later today. You, you know his background, right? 12.50 p.m. Yeah, he was, a skull, he was the Skull Candy guy. Yeah. He did Skull Candy, and then he decided to do uh, uh, Traeger. Well, Traeger so. was around, and they weren't doing very well. Well, it was just owned by, like, a random dude in, like, Portland. Yeah, and he's like, hey, hold my beer. Right. And, and I'm going to take your, like, $1 million a year grill company and turn it into, like, a massive brand. Do you have a Traeger yet? I do. It's, it's for Christmas. Yeah. I cooked a whole chicken on it last night. I know. It was I, remarkable. I, it will be used. I need to clean mine because last time I, uh, I cooked it. Dirty. it. Well, there was a fire. There was a fire. Because it was so dirty. So I had, um, so here's what I've cooked so far. I got it for Christmas. Okay. It's January 31st, so I've had it for a month. So I have cooked, I'll rank them in order of awesome to not awesome. Okay. Most awesome thing I've cooked were extra thick pork chops. Uh-huh. That I did a glaze that was brown sugar, balsamic vinegar, and Coke. Oh. Caramelized and oh. drizzled. It was remarkable. Did you put the glaze on before you, like, we need to talk? I did, no, I did it actually, so we, I, I did a little bit of a rub, and then I smoked it for two hours, two hours for pork chops. What, what, what wood? Um, what wood did I use? Pecan. Okay. okay. And then, uh, with about 20 minutes left on the, on the, until the temperature would have been the right <laughs> temperature, I threw on the glaze. It was so good. Remarkably good. And you can get the extra thick because it's their smoking, so oh. it takes low and slow. And on it. Low and then slow. Then I did a pork loin that was really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I did a salmon that was amazing. Right, right. And then the two that I did a whole chicken last night, and it was good. It wasn't great. Uh-huh. It was fine. It's chicken. It's chicken. I mean, here's, here's the great... It would have been less work just to go to Costco and buy, like, a $5. Here's the thing with chicken. chicken. Here's the thing with chicken. Here's the thing with chicken. It's, Here it is. It's, it's really hard to screw up. Yeah. But it's really hard to make awesome. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, the worst thing I did was a tri-tip. Very first what? night. Yeah, I screwed it up. Oh, The first okay. time I'd used it, I think I hurried it. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't very good. You got to be patient with it. Got to be a little patient. Um, anyway. So, McKay, we've had uh, well, a couple speakers. We've seen uh, Plural Sites up on the screen, you know, speaking right now with the governor of Utah. Yeah. So the CEO of Plural Site, Aaron Sconard, is on the uh, stage now. Governor Gary Herbert of the great state of Utah, Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, they're on the stage as well. Um, earlier, we had the chief equality officer from Salesforce. That was fascinating. That was interesting. And then the uh, biggest, I think, probably news of the day, the SAP Qualtrics acquisition. Um, they talked through that, the $8 billion acquisition, the largest enterprise software acquisition in history and second largest acquisition in technology, period. I just want to be able to do that. Just, just, just give me a tenth of that. Yeah, one, just a tenth. One percent. You would take 800 million? Yeah. That's, you, I'd actually, be fine with you that. You know what? Give me one percent. 
Yeah, yeah, just give me 1%. I'll, I'll take that. All right, so we're going to talk about something a little bit off the beaten path here, Steve. You and I, we've made, we've even made comment about it on this podcast Yeah, yeah, well, on the podcast we talk about this you a lot. You and I have a fascination with, with, with serial killers. Serial killers, yeah, no question. Absolutely. So we're, we, we are fascinated by this. So there's a new documentary on Netflix about Ted Bundy, who's famous in Utah. Yeah. So started in Seattle, did his thing yeah. up there. Then came to Utah, did his thing, Colorado, then escaped from jail twice in Aspen. Yeah. And note, if you're ever going to go to jail, go, go to jail in Aspen. in Aspen because you can escape relatively easily, it seems. Yeah, apparently they just put you up in the library. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So here's the two things that struck You haven't seen this, but you know the Bundy story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the two things that struck me. Okay, first thing that struck me is, number one, Mr. Bundy realized the weakness in the uh, system where... St- where law enforcement agencies didn't talk to each other, right? Are you going to tie this back into the Silicon Slopes a little bit? Maybe. I'll get there. Uh, yeah. so, but, so, but he realized that people weren't talking to each other, various law enforcement agencies. So he's literally in the, the Tallahassee, Florida newspaper as the mystery man who's charged with murder. And he's on the FBI 10 most wanted list, and they didn't know who he was. Yeah. This is something no... that could never happen today. No. It's unbelievable. No, no and... and... It, it's funny because you don't hear the stories of these guys like, like we joke about Carl Panzeram and Ted Bundy. I don't think you're going to see him much anymore. No, too many cameras everywhere, too much technology everywhere, like too many things that are easily going to catch somebody. So I think the days like an email, right? Everything. <laughs> like, has anybody seen this guy? <laughs> right. Exactly. Send, has anyone all. seen this person who we are looking for who killed eight people here? Reply yes. All. <clears throat> Yeah, so I, I don't know. So, so, it's, it's, so the two things that I think are applicable, right, is number one, I think the reason those agencies failed is because they didn't communicate with one another, right? Yeah, there's a life lesson in there. There's a life lesson. And then the second reason the Aspen jail failed is the first time they just let a freaking guy who was charged with murder alone in a library. Yeah, who just, like, opened up a window. And, and just jumped out. He broke his ankle, but he jumped out. And uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what is this? On, what is hop this? On. Hop on, John. Hop on, John. Throw Come on, on some headphones. Come on. And join us, John. Join us, John Wallace. Hey, that's that's like we're switching. We were just talking serial killers. We're gonna switch gears now. Oh, so you bring me on for yeah, serial killers? Yeah, serial killers. <laughs> way closer, Get John. Way in close to that mic. Bring me in for serial. So killers. John Wallace, who's been on the podcast multiple times, we've talked everything from what the future looks like to IT, all sorts of stuff. John was with Avanti until like three weeks ago, right? Two, Two weeks ago. A week and a half. We fired him because we were just sick of him. Yeah. No. Apparently, I did some something silly on a podcast. Getting real close. Like yeah, you got fired for what you said on the podcast. Well, yeah. generally, we're just trying to, to rat out the uh, the Brits. That's right. Anybody who's not from the U.S. <laughs> I mean, trying to make hey, you look you bad on the, the podcast. Right? Why not? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so Sue, Sue, I'm sorry. My boss is British. You know, so tell you us- know I, I find it funny, right? So obviously, as a Brit. I'm actively following this whole Brexit thing uh-huh. that's going on. And, and, and they're talking about this Brexit thing. And they're like, you know, this is something incredible. It's never done before. And, you know, I can just imagine George Washington saying, please, I did this like in the 1700s <laughs> with a group of farmers. <laughs> right. Come on. In almost less time. Right. <laughs> yeah. And far less disagreement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. So you left Avanti. I did. You'd been with Absence of Auntie for what, like 11 years, something like that? Uh, 14. 14 years. Yes. And you are leaving for what reason? What are you going to go do now? So I'm going to do a, um, I, I, you know, I've always wanted to do a startup. 
I've always wanted to do my own technology. Yeah. Uh, as as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to do that. And um, and and you know, I think I think on the on one of the previous podcasts we dis, we discussed moving to Utah. Uh huh. And I've been here like two years now, and and the, the community and the technology around here is just incredible. And if anything, it's given me the confidence to yeah, you know, let's let's go do this, let's go try it. So I figured now's a good time to try it. There you That's go. awesome. This is a, I mean, this just, how many startups are here that have, well, I mean, we just had, who was it just, it was on uh, Qualtrics. Yeah. Started out of a garage. Right. Right? And I didn't realize they're the largest enterprise software acquisition in history for eight, of $8 billion, and the second largest technology acquisition that, that, in history, second cool, only to WhatsApp. Right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what, what kind of end, what kind of business are you thinking of starting? How are you going to go about this? Uh, yeah, I mean, how, how Give us your entire business model, John. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how am I going to go about it? I have no idea yet. I really don't. I'm just I'm focused on technology right now. Um, I, I, I figure being around here, the rest will come. I mean, this is this is a this is a space where there are people and teams that can that can help you do that. Right. Um, in terms of in terms of my focus, I mean, I've been in, I've been in the enterprise for a long, long time. So obviously, I'm going to stay in the enterprise. Um, I, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go at that. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It is awesome. I'm I'm thrilled for you. So nerves as you leave because oh, I'm terrified. you go from a full time job with a salary to all of a sudden it's like well yeah what do I do now right so like, so I'm 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 a week and a half into this right so I've, I've probably not fully detached. You yet. haven't gone through a pay period and not gotten paid yet. No. That's a, I've heard that's a nerve-wracking first experience, yeah, and I'm probably not fully detached yet. So you know, I've gone from I've gone from doing my regular my regular job with Avanti to now I'm coding for like 14 hours a day. So you know, I'll, I'll finish coding at like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. for example, and I'll I'll get in bed and I've got all this code going through my head. Right, and you're trying to figure out what the then, next thing you're going to build is. Right, and then all of a sudden that'll that'll switch to holy shit, what have I done? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have lines of code and then that'll turn to utter horror. Right. Do you pretty dream quickly. in code these days? Uh, dude, I don't even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, I'll fall off. I'll fall. I'll fall asleep at something like 3 a.m. or something like That's that. That's awesome. When, out of sheer exhaustion, and then about five, I wake up with, "Oh my God, what have I done?" In a cold sweat. <laughs> so, uh, how was your your? Because you're married, you've got some kids as well. Yeah. How'd your wife take? Yeah. Care? How'd your wife when you said, "Look, I want to leave a full time gig with insurance." Yeah. And do my own thing. Was there like a discussion? But you look. Let's be honest. You're extraordinarily wealthy, so it's fine. <laughs> So let's let's just like, be clear on that. Generational. Yeah, generational wealth. Yeah. But but what's yeah, what's your um like how, he how did was that one of the go front with runners the... to potentially buy Qualtrics? <laughs> I know. He was the runner up bid at only six point eight. Yeah, yeah. They, they turned me down. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. I would no, too, that's an extra two billion. Yeah, no, so so no my wife my wife is supportive. I mean, you know, we we spoke about this. I mean I, this is not something that I decided like in a week. You know, like, uh, like, <laughs> right. like last it year. It wasn't like Thursday night. You're like, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to quit. Yeah. wasn't that. Like, like last year, you know, last year we started talking about it, and I said to her, I said, you know, I, I really want to do this. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, now is the time. You know, that's that's one of the reasons we moved to Utah. We moved to Utah for the technology scene. Right. And, um, yeah, so um, so I said to her, I said, you know, this is something I really want to do. I want I want to give it a go. And she says, you know what? Let's do it. That's let's, awesome. Let's, let's, let's do it. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to look back in in, in, in ten years' time and say, "Man, I should have done that. I wish I'd have tried that." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If it succeeds, then it's going to be amazing. If it doesn't, then I've tried it. 
right? I right, mean, you, you right. Know, you know, no one who's ever succeeded hasn't failed. That's a good point. The only difference between a winner and a loser is the winner just gets up one extra time. Right. There you go. Boom. Wisdom. I Hashtag like the 12-year-old's wisdom. wisdom better, to be honest. What was his wisdom? Uh, see a wide variety of companies before you get into <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That was good. John, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm We're going to miss seeing you around the office, but you should come in and be a guest on the podcast we st- anytime. We, should, we still should do the speculative podcast. Yeah. The, yeah, the what I, if. I'd love to. I think, I think you know, I'd love to come in once a month, do the speculative podcast. and uh, A specucast. A spe- specucast, yeah. But I love that it. sounds no, like a I'm, horrific medical instrument. But I'm going to do some circulating, do some networking. Maybe try and find a job. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny if you go home. You're like, well, I got a different job. So, so it's funny, right? So I had a meeting. um, Just, just, just as a closing statement. So I had a meeting the other day, um, literally yesterday, with a a VC. Because obviously, one of the things I've got to start doing is sure, you got to figure funding out. Yeah, I've got to start. I've got to start at least at least talking to these people to understand the process and things like that. So I go for I go for I go for lunch with this with this VC. Yeah. And um, I'm in the car park because I want to be early. So I'm sat I'm sat in my car for like 20 minutes. Right. What looking at the restaurant and honestly, I've got it on my I've got it on my phone. I text I text my wife and I say um, I say hey, if it goes wrong, I can go two doors down. And there was the Marines Recruiting Center. <laughs> <laughs> Join the. Hey, hey, Vic. I never bad, bad, bad news and good news. I never got money for my business, but I'm off to Iraq next week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they'll pay for my schooling. Uh, that's awesome. Actually, I did get. Mon- they give you a signing bonus. I've got a forty thousand dollars signing bonus. It's going. <laughs> we have funding. That's awesome. That's awesome. John, thanks for coming by, man. No, it's great to see it. you. And uh, best of luck in all your future endeavors. You're the man. Awesome. And let's, uh, let's do this once a month. I think it's fun. For sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Thank you. The Interchange IT Podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.